0: Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs Podcast. This is episode 123, which we're recording on Wednesday, September 14th, 2016. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And what are you wearing today? I actually did put on a little something knitted
1: today. <laughs> After the comments from yes. our last episode. Yes. I put on a, a very small triangular shawl. That In addition to your of, clothes. Yes. <laughs> That I'm kind of wearing as a scarf today, because it's not that cold today. We actually had a warm day today. And this, I was searching for it, and I realized it's not even in Ravelry. That's really? how old this is. I don't even recognize it. No, this is really old. I recognize this is, the pattern, I think. Well, it's one of the very first items that I ever made.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh,
1: It's a triangular wow. shawl. I... I don't know the pattern. I think I still may have the pattern in a binder somewhere, but I don't know the name off the top of my head, but it is made out of the Koigu KPP PM and it was my very first lace project that I purchased Back at Stitches West in 2002. Wow. and I'm it is, so impressed. <laughs> and it is probably the second thing that I ever knit after a hat. Because the first thing that I knit was a hat. And then I immediately went to Stitches West when I was learning. Because my mom said, oh, it's the best thing ever. You've got to come. <laughs> so, of course, I went to Stitches West And this was one of the things I purchased, this yarn and the pattern. And I proceeded to make it, even though it was probably something that was meant for a, quote-unquote, more experienced knitter.
0: And you weren't experienced enough to know. But I didn't know, yes. And my
1: mother said, oh, it's easy, of course you can do it. So I just assumed I could do it, and look, I did. <laughs> it's very pretty. It's funny, it looked like Brickless by Martina well, Beam
0: from aside a little bit.
1: All it is, is a triangular shawl with alternating sections of yarn over, knit two together, and garter stitch. So there's probably no less than a hundred variations oh, of different shawl. shawls. Mm-hmm. Very, very similar to this on Ravelry by, you know, a hundred different people. It's one of those Ubiquitous, timeless, yes, kind of combinations, and it seems like every so often somebody writes a pattern with these two stitch combinations alternated, and somewhat different stitch count, and it's popular again. I so, love it. It's very pretty. It's very pretty. Uh, Purple cool and blues. <laughs> the only thing. And you can kind of see it a little bit there. The only thing that I didn't do 100% correctly was I probably should have bound off a little bit looser. And maybe if I try to reblock it, that might help. As your second ever knit item, that is pretty amazing.
0: It's it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. The fact I'm that impressed.
1: I'm still able to wear it and
0: I would wear it is amazing. It's sure <laughs> amazing. I don't even have <laughs> item number two that I knit. I don't yeah. even know what it would be and where it would be today. And Should this I give one, it away? Like I
1: said, I'm only wearing it today because it's super tiny, so it's not overly warm, but I was in the mood. The colors are cheerful to me, and I
0: needed a little pick-me-up. Yep. (laughs) Indeed. So how about you? What are you wearing? I am wearing my Liesl tank top, which is a pattern by Coco Knits. And I knit this with that Coronado cotton yarn Mm -hmm. that you and I have both acquired some at Stitches. It's hard to find. And I think I knit this, it might have been three summers ago now. So it's been in my wardrobe for a long time, but it hasn't had much wear. And today I just wanted something really light to pull over after. So I exercised not long before I left the house. Yeah. And I was still sweating even after my shower, so <laughs> I needed something very cool and cottony to wear. So it's the perfect layer. Yeah. It's an interesting shape for a tank top and I wouldn't call it very Flattering, but it's unique and fun, so it's just a nice, very easy layer. So that's Lisel by Coco Knits. Okay. So what have you been stalking?
1: Well, I'm really struggling with my stocking right now because I am at the point where I need to cast on a couple more things to have a good stable of projects <laughs> ongoing, as we do. Uh-huh. <laughs> And To fulfill all the knitting requirements that may pop up in any given day. I totally get it. Exactly. And I have been looking through my yarn, which I love. It just confirmed for me that I love my stash. I love the yarns that I have, and I'm so happy to have them all available to me, but I need to figure out what to do with them. So I've spent much time. A lot in the past week, looking at my queue, looking at my yarn. So you kind of stopped just, your own stash. Yes, and so I just need to wait for inspiration to hit. It always does. I did cast on one thing that I'm really happy about, but I am kind of stocking another, maybe another sweater. I need to figure it out. Yeah, you don't have a sweater on the needles right now, do you? Well, I still have Whispers, Okay. which you'll hear about in a little bit. Um, but the other, well, a couple things that did catch my eye. I don't know if I would ever make either of these items, but they did catch my eye. First one was a sweater by Veronica Joby in the Amirisu Fall 2016, issue 11, called Harley. And it is basically a motorcycle jacket vest. Oh yeah, I've seen that, that. Uh-huh. <laughs> If I don't know if I think that pretty much describes it. If you picture a leather motorcycle jacket with the asymmetrical zipper that goes cross body, this is a knitted vest with the asymmetrical zipper that goes cross body. And it is knit in worsted white yarn, but it is a fairly, close-fitting vest so I think it'd be a pretty easy knit despite the fact that you have to account for the
0: cross-body zipper I think it'd be so fun, to, a knit. Bias yeah, it'd nice be fun to knit yeah I think it'd be fun to knit now I'm super interested that you chose a vest to cue <laughs> because I don't think I've ever seen you wear a knit vest and I've I always want a... to But every time I knit one, I don't know how to wear it or style it, so I never end up keeping mine.
1: I've made a couple, and I haven't—I don't think I've worn a lot of them recently. I think that—actually, I haven't made one in recent years. Yeah, I haven't. I was was pausing to think. I haven't made one in recent years. But this one just caught my eye, mostly because of the
0: zipper and the asymmetrical feature.
1: It was cute. I liked it.
0: Yeah, I noticed it and thought, vest, when are you going to wear that? And then I just <laughs> glanced right on past it. So. I probably would wear this one. I think it'd be cute with a t-shirt. Yeah, there are so many cute vest patterns. And mm-hmm. there are several by Hillary Smith Callis that I really, really love. And I've knit one of them. But again, I ended up gifting it to someone because mm-hmm. I just couldn't figure out yeah. really a way to wear it. It's one of those things I would have to make sure
1: I could get my hands on the perfect zipper before I started. Mm-hmm. Because I would, in my head, you, I'd want it to match and everything because the zipper is such an integral part of the design. The oh. zipper is
0: what makes the design, really. So it has to be the perfect zipper. And speaking of perfect zippers, Carol, our friend CDN Carol, she finished her Colors of Fall sweater, which is gorgeous. It has a fair isle hood, a stranded colorwork yoke, and then a straight body. I can't remember the name of the pattern, unfortunately. It's incredible, Carol. And now I want to knit it, of course. But she said she sent a swatch or a piece of her yarn to Zipper Stop, Mm -hmm. and they will custom make a zipper. To match your garments. So i I can't
1: remember if I, I know I have purchased zippers from them in the past, but I can't remember if I sent them yarn or not. It was a long time ago.
0: So you have the option of getting the yeah. perfect zipper. Yeah, and that's
1: probably what I would have to do. Yep. So that's Harley. Can
0: by I Veronica ask one more Joby. question about that? So yeah. Because you also sew. Do you just use a regular zipper, but you seam it and sew it in at an angle? You don't need a special type of zipper no. right now. Okay.
1: No, just a separating zipper. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. The second thing that I noticed, and Gail and I were looking at this before we started recording, is a hat called Pandemonium. It is a hat by Karen Michelle, and it's a cute free pattern, actually, on Ravelry. With stranded panda heads around (laughs) the (laughs) hat. Stranded panda heads. (laughs) Yeah. And it's a new pattern, but it's one of those patterns that I enjoy. I think I will enjoy watching the projects. As they get added to Ravelry because like the bobble hat mm-hmm. when everybody started adding their projects to Ravelry it was really fun to see the different color combos and just the variations just the way that everybody made it unique so this is one that I think will be fun to watch again not sure if it's something that I would knit but I will enjoy looking at the projects and I before we started recording i had typed in pandemonium because i was looking to bring up the information about the hat before we started recording recording and it was interesting to find out that there previously had been by other designers a set of pandemonium mitts and a cowl so there's pandemonium mitts and cowl that had been released several years ago And then Stephen West also has a pandemonium sweater with a big panda on the front. (laughs) So this is the fourth pandemonium pattern on Ravelry,
0: but the first (laughs) hat. Yeah, I saw that when it came out on Hot Right Now, and I thought, oh, that would be a fun charity hat. (laughs) Yeah, it would be fun. And you could do that with basically scraps of worsted. It's worsted weight, right? I'm pretty sure it was
1: think it is. I did not. Well, you could that probably knit that with down. almost
0: any weight, depending on what size you yeah, want it to be. True. Yeah, that's true. It's a hat.
1: <laughs> yep. It's a hat. You can be a little adventurous. So how about you? What are you stocking?
0: Well, I've been stocking kind of erratically the last two weeks, <laughs> all based on, well, two based on knit-alongs. No, four based on knit-alongs and one based on something that I saw live and in person. So this last weekend, Charlene and I were lucky enough to go to Elizabeth Doherty's class at Monarch Knitting in Monterey, no, in Pacific Grove, rather. And it is her top-down, reimagining, set-in-sleeves class based on her book of the same title. And Monarch Knitting happened to have the Madeline Tosh Trunk Show at the local knitting store. So we were able to see many different items knit up in Madeline Tosh yarns. So not only beautiful because of the yarns, but we got to see many of the patterns that you see on Madeline Tosh's webpage. So one of those was called The Honey Hat by Jen Nevitt. And it was really a simple, cute, slouchy hat, and I instantly fell in love with it. I won't knit it slouchy because I don't really wear slouchy hats. They're mm-hmm. really unattractive on me, but I it's super think it cute. I didn't I thought it was cute. Um, I don't. I time, know. Yeah. Everybody's got their own feelings about hats, so I understand. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that that is loosely based on the honey cowl. Yeah. Yes. That was the idea I yeah. got. And the honey cowl was also there in person to see, and lots of just beautiful things that i've seen online many times but had never seen in person so that one was the honey hat by jen Nevitt, and that's a four dollar download and it's knit with dk weight yarn or that's what the hat the pattern calls for also since it's a hat easily adaptable and knit along related anna freiberg who is alpaca anna on all social media including ravelry she is starting a knit along for her sock patterns. It will start on September 20th and end on November 20th. So that gives people 2 months to knit a pair of her socks and her hashtag is socks with alpaca anna 16. She gifted me the Astrid socks pattern quite a long time ago and I've wanted to knit them and this is my opportunity so I'm super excited. The socks are super cute. They are anklet height and they have a couple like color work, stripe, not colorwork stripes of different colors on the cuff. And then towards the ball of your foot, there's some really pretty color work right before the toe. And I know mo- many of you who are sock knitters. when we were talking about Stranded Magazine and the Tepshin socks, I said, oh, and Erin was so smart to put the color work up at the ankle so that it would fit over your foot <laughs> if you screwed up on your gauge with your color work. <laughs> so clearly that was backwards. In the Shin sock pattern, Erin has you knit the colorwork on a bigger size needle so that if your colorwork gauge is tighter, as most people's is, those socks will still fit over your feet. Well, the Astrid socks have the colorwork at the ball of your foot so that you won't have a fit issue. So I hope that that made sense. I realized as I was reading the Astrid socks pattern yesterday, I was like, oh my gosh, I know on the podcast, I said that completely backwards. So you could tell I'm not a very experienced sock knitter. But anyways, that's the Astrid Socks by Anna Freiberg. And that is about $5.48 to download on Ravelry right now based on today's conversion rates. I think the pattern is in euros. And then there are three other sweaters that are in my queue. I've talked about Woodford's before by Mm -hmm. Elizabeth Doherty and Charlene has knit that. I've talked about Citadel before, which is by Hohi Locatelli from her Authentic Mm -hmm. Collection. Those are both candidates for two new knit-alongs that are starting soon. The two Knitlet Chicks have their sweater knit-along starting on October 1st. Oh, that's right. And Double Knit Podcast has their Cardi Party (sighs) knit-along that I think starts October 1st, but I'm not sure. So Citadel is also qualifies for Hohe's Fall Knit Along. So all these possibilities for knit alongs that are inspiring me at the moment. And then Andy Satterland has a knit along coming up for her newest sweater collection, which is called Blaster. And in true Andy Satterland style, it's a cropped sweater, super cute, DK weight yarn. And this one has vertical columns of eyelets spaced evenly around the whole top of the, the whole body of the sweater and then near the cuff it has a neat diamond type of knit texture happening. So it's really cute, and I don't know the dates of that knit along, I completely forgot to write those down, but it's a super cute sweater, so if you're interested in those cropped type of sweaters, especially that look good with fit and flare type of dresses, that's a new one that's really cute that's out there. I have so many of her patterns in my queue right now. I own the patterns, they're in my queue, I just haven't knit them yet, so. Someday I just have to do that. But there are so many things that you yeah. that I want to knit all the exactly. time. So how do you narrow it down? Exactly. That's how knit alongs help me. They do help me to actually narrow down <laughs> what I'm actually going to knit versus all the things that I want to knit. So there you go. That's my eclectic kind of erratic stocking yeah. for the last two weeks. You can tell I've been busy when my stocking just is all over the map like that. Yeah. There's no continuity. So what are you knitting? Tell them about this beautiful thing in your hands. It's so well, pretty.
1: A couple of days ago I started an Antarctic shawl for myself. The first one I made was a booth sample for Western Sky Knits, and I liked it so much that I decided I had to make another one. It's a pattern by oh Janine. I'm blanking out on that. Starts with a K right here. Janina Calillo, and I am using my Fresh from the Cauldron yarn, which is a gradient yarn. Mine goes from a purple through a natural color, then a pink. So I'm starting with the pink for the small end of the asymmetrical shawl, and it's already blending into the white after a couple of inches, and then going to finish off with the dark purple. So I'm very excited about that one. It's so pretty. (laughs) It's one of those things that I've wanted to knit something out of this yarn for so long because I purchased this at Stitches 2015, So that was February of 2015, so I've had it a year and a half. And I was telling Gail, I had trouble figuring out what I was going to make with it because it had reached that point in my brain where it was too special to use. I had to find the absolute perfect, perfect pattern. And I really struggled with that. I I've spent countless hours looking for something that I thought was perfect for a gradient. And then I don't know what happened. Something flipped a switch in my brain, and I realized that an Antarctic would look beautiful in this. <laughs> I don't know what made me change, but all of a sudden I started on this and. There was just no other pattern. It was like, oh, Antarctis is perfect for this, of course. Why not? So sometimes it just takes waiting a year and a half, searching (laughs) through every possible pattern, rejecting it before you see what is right in front of you. That's awesome, though. Having knit it
0: (laughs) before, even. That gives you that, like, mental... (sighs) What's the word I'm looking for? Inspiration slash incentive like oh I figured it out I finally found the right pattern for this yarn it
1: just goes to show too that sometimes it's not even about finding the different perfect pattern as well it doesn't have to be new it doesn't have to be new yes sometimes the perfect thing is right in front of you I think we we can all accept that but it Something in me just flipped a switch, and it's like, okay, this was perfect. This will work. You just don't know at any given time. You don't like a certain sweater today. And then tomorrow something happens, and you realize, oh, that sweater fills the perfect hole in my wardrobe. And all of a sudden the switch is flipped on, and you have to make that one thing. Yep. Our stocking can change on a dime. Yep. (laughs) Yep. So I get it. Yeah, Who based knows? on mood, based yes, on something exactly. you just saw. Exactly. Yeah. So it's really pretty, though. It's gorgeous, and I it's have the same. It started stain. out in the dark, dark pink, and it, right now it's kind of flowing into a, the light pink, and a little bit of the cream is starting. And <laughs>
0: I'm really enjoying. It's really, that come really, pretty. really nice. It's it also has at least three. Pantone colors of fall. Mm-hmm. It does. Four. No, there isn't a purple color, is there? There isn't.
1: No. So um, and there's no cream color. So the pink and the gray. There's Tooth- a Well, there's bodacious. Bit. At the yes. end. Yeah.
0: Then there's the color of the year, pink. I think it's called rose quartz. Oh, that's quartz, true. So I keep that's true. The name of it, rose is. quartz. Rose yes. quartz. Yeah. And then sharkskin.
1: Yeah, that's true. It does. Does have. It's so pretty. And then if I ever get my act together to enter one of my stitches projects into the stitches knit along, yeah, I should. will do that. I never do. You I, should. Because I just, I have so little time online and then I'm in our group and I'm answering and then I just forget.
0: Well, and remember everybody. I'm not good at knit alongs. I know, you're not. I can't remind you though. It's yes, please remind me. Every month. There is a Stitches knit-along for all the different Stitches venues. So any Stitches that you have attended, any stash you have from any year, you can knit an item every month and enter it into that venue's knit-along. So we do Stitches West, obviously, but any Stitches you have attended, and if you've been lucky enough to attend multiple Stitches, Mm -hmm. you could do multiple each month. So that knit-along is ongoing and there's prizes. yeah, there are prizes so go
1: for it it's super that's fun. why I would like to I, I would like to win a prize. Did I tell you I did win? I won once. you did yeah did I know that I think I, I mean you not, must
0: have told me yeah Jocelyn we know, Jocelyn the woman who is the organizer of the Knit she she you know informed me that I won a prize and I almost felt guilty. <laughs> like, oh no I don't know if I'm worthy of actually getting a prize but. It was kind of funny.
1: I want to do
0: that. And there are not that many people who are participating. So definitely, if you have Stitches Stash, knit it up.
1: Okay. Good incentive. Yeah. Okay. And then the other thing that I am still working on is the Whispers sweater that I mentioned before. Whispers is a short sleeve pullover top by Vera Valamaki. And I, let's see. It's knit from the bottom up, you separate for the fronts and the backs, and I have gotten to the part where I start knitting the sleeves. A short sleeve that has a split in it, so it's almost like a tank top instead of a short sleeve top because of the split seam that goes along the top of the arm. And one of the most common modifications that people have done is to sew up that split sleeve so that it's a conventional sleeve. And I did the bind off on one half because I thought, oh, that's what I'll do too. I'll sew sew it up. But then I realized, oh, I don't quite think I want to do that. Now I'm thinking I'm going to go back, undo the bind off, and maybe kitchener the two halves together. Instead of just
0: knitting it in the round? Instead of,
1: well, it's not knit in the round. That's the the sleeve. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because of the way... The, sweater's the best right front here. and the back. You knit the front half of the sleeve. Oh, and then so you the sleeve part of the body. Of, yeah. Is a, oh, okay. And then you knit the back half of the sleeve and then cool. you join up here. So I suppose I probably could just do, what do you call She's this? gesturing. <laughs> the, the part that goes over your shoulder, like the strap, and then knit a sleeve down. But I think I'm just going to, because it's so elegant and cool the way the sleeve is kind of knit. As part of mm-hmm. the front, mm-hmm. so I think I'm just going to go back, undo my bind off, keep those stitches live, and then either Kitchener or three-needle bind off. I'll have to look at it. I think Kitchener would be better Yeah, that sounds like the, the right thing choice for such a just dainty, not Yeah, it won't bulky. be a bulky. Yeah. 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 So, that is
0: Whispers by Farrah Valamaki. How about you? What are you knitting? So in my hands right now is the Meditate Cowl, which is a cowl pattern by Elizabeth Doherty. And it is, I think I stalked it last episode, it's a cowl knit back and forth instead of in the round, and it's a combination of garter stitch and slip stitches that give you this really cool column that runs the whole length of the cowl, or would it be width? Since I'm knitting it back and forth, goes all the way around the cowl. <laughs> My <laughs> words are failing me big time today. And it's really, really pretty. I'm using a speckled yarn by a dyer called Stimpy Lab out of Southern California. And it has all sorts of shades of green. There's a little bit of turquoise and a little bit of yellow. And it's called jadeite. I bought this right after our vacation last year to Costa Rica because I wanted to remind myself of the rainforests there. And this totally does the job. So it's super fun to knit it because of the colors. There's some lush meadow in there. So I'm hoping to get this finished before the colors of Fall Knit Along ends because it will look really good with my mint sweater. Mm -hmm. It's going to look really good with that. The only problem is that this feels like knitting molasses, as in (laughs) so slow, because it's back and forth knitting. To me, that is like you're in a time warp, and It, it just never ends. It doesn't seem like it should affect
1: how long it takes you to knit, but I noticed that too, instead of just continuously knitting in the round the going back and Mm -hmm. forth does slow you down yeah i
0: keep looking at my ball of yarn thinking oh my gosh it hasn't gotten any smaller (laughs) but it's a really good
1: like you're using it for here it's a really good project to knit to carry around it's small it's compact it's Mm -hmm. easily easily memorizable (laughs) yes it is
0: although it was funny when we were at the class with elizabeth on sunday I pulled it out to work on it and I looked down and I said, oh man, how did I do that? <laughs> so, the columns of slip stitches, there are some columns where it's slip, knit, slip, and then others where it's knit, slip, knit. So, you have on one side a fatter column than a skinnier column, a fatter right. column, a skinnier column, fatter column. So, somehow, <laughs> mid knit, I had switched to a I switched a skinny to a fat. And so it didn't look right because, of course, they were not alternating thickness anymore. It's like, how did I do that? I just completely spaced it out and messed up my stitch pattern and just kept on going. So I had knit several inches with the error in it, and I was able to ladder back down and fix it, but those stitches are pretty distorted. So I'm hoping that blocking will even them back out again. But it was just one of those moments where you think, how did I do that? it's totally something
1: I would have done
0: too maybe I was sleep knitting when I made the mistake and that resulted in you know just the whole a mistake once you get the mistake started you know yeah. it's like if you on ribbing if you accidentally mix up your ribbing then it's perpetuated throughout the rest right. of right yeah, yeah
1: because it, I would do it that way too if If I was going to make a mistake, I wouldn't notice it the second or third row away. No, I would notice it the second or third inch Exactly, that's (laughs) what I (laughs) did.
0: So that's the Meditate Cowl by Elizabeth Doherty. Really enjoying it. And it's going to be really gorgeous when it's finished. So looking forward to having that done. I'm also knitting the Shin Socks, which is a pattern by Erin Burnell from the latest issue of Stranded Magazine. And there is a knit-along for those socks going through the month of September. I have cast on the first sock. It has alternating, I'm sorry, contrasting color cuff, heel, and toe. And then there's a little bit of color work right below the cuff. And then the body of the sock has a really simple lace pattern. And I'm going to make mine slightly shorter. They're They're styled after traditional hiking socks, so... They're kind of an interesting height, which with my short legs is not very attractive. So I'm going to do my anklet height, and I'm just to the point where I will start the heel flap. It's a heel flap, gusset heel pattern. So I'm just about to the part where I'm going to start that on the first sock, but I've been focusing on the cowl, hoping to get that done for our knit-along, and then the socks have been secondary. So, and I put a couple pictures on Instagram the other day. I was installing software on my computer, and it was taking forever. And I thought, oh, I'll knit a couple rounds on my sock. That'll be fun. So I pulled out my sock pattern, and I was feeling so clever that I took a picture and put it on Instagram. And then I thought, oh, maybe I should try these on because I haven't tried them on yet. And I left them on my size zero double-pointed needles, my wood needles, mm-hmm. and tried to pull that over my foot, and I broke oh. a needle. <laughs> oh man i did, did see that picture <laughs> yep my yeah. i mean literally like less than five minutes after i posted my look at my pretty sock progress picture i posted another picture with my broken needle <laughs> so the socks have been sitting there ever since Aww. <laughs> there are a, t- a tiny timeout. <laughs> and then i also cast on a new sweater it's the sans serif cardigan by elizabeth doherty and it's from her book Top Down, Reimagining in Sleeps. So like I said, we attended that class on Sunday, which was fabulous. Oh, my goodness. There were so many little tips and tricks that Elizabeth shared beyond just the scope of what she was teaching from the book that I feel like I've been knitting for how long? And all these <laughs> tips and tricks, I got home and I told Mike, I said, I cannot believe how much I learned today. And it was funny because when I told him, oh, we get to go to this class on Sunday, he looked at me and he said, why would you go to a knitting class? What could you possibly learn in a knitting class? And I said, oh my gosh, you have no idea how much there is to learn. And then all these little tips and tricks Elizabeth taught us were just so much worth the time and energy of the class, yeah. not including the set in sleeve method that she was teaching. You know, that was above and beyond the actual purpose of the class. So if you get the opportunity to attend that class, I highly recommend it. And this sweater that I'm knitting is from the book. So it uses her set in sleeve technique. And I also used this technique on the Armand sweater, which I knit at least a year ago. And so I was familiar with the technique in the class, which I'm very grateful for because there was a lot of information in the class. So I was able to absorb it better because I'd been through it mm-hmm. already. But the sweater's fabulous, it's top down uses the set and sleeve technique. So basically you cast on the upper back, you knit to a certain point, and then you pick up for each shoulder at the top, and then you knit the left front and the right front until you get to a certain point and you join to knit in the round. And it is a cardigan. So back and forth, flat knitting. And because it's on worsted weight yarn, it is flying off the needles. I could not (laughs) believe how quickly I was knitting it. And I'm already to the decreases after the bust and you knit straight for a little while before you do some more increases and then the body will be done and I'll only have sleeves. So super fast knit. I'm using Beaver Slide Merino yarn, which is a new to me yarn, and it's in the Snowberry colorway, which is a beautiful pink that also happens to be Rose Quartz. It has the color of the year in it. My only complaint about the yarn, the first skein had four knots Four knots. I mean that's, that's above the industry standard. Yeah, that's and too many. It was they're so well hidden. I mean, they're tied so closely that you don't even realize they're there until they're running through your fingers. Yeah. So that was incredibly frustrating. I was uh, other than that, I'm enjoying the sweater though. And that again is the sans serif cardigan by Elizabeth Doherty. You can tell that Charlene and I have a new designer crush. <laughs> Elizabeth Doherty is our current designer crush. We're, we're now alternating back and forth between Hohe and Elizabeth. Because so, <laughs> I have the Citadel sweater. I did print out the pattern and I pulled out a skein of yarn to swatch for it. So when I get San Sarah finished, that will be my next sweater. So yeah. my stocking will become reality. <laughs> so what have you finished since the last episode? I have finished one thing, my Klein Shawl
1: by Jennifer Dassau. It's a fairly basic, asymmetrical, triangular, striped shawl. <laughs> I hate saying that because, you know, there's a new one popping up on Ravelry every day. But I really liked this one. What can I say? And I had two colors of Madeline Tosh Merino Light to use that worked out perfect. One of them is a gray called pelican. The other one was a yellow-green called chartreuse. The striping changes from garter stitch to stockinette. One color appears in stockinette, one, one one color is knit in stockinette and one color is knit in garter. And even when the the width of the stripes change each color retains its stitch pattern so
0: you get the alternating textures as well as the colors which I really like. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah I liked it. I didn't realize that the stitch patterns were different for each color. So when I saw it finished, I I was like, oh that's a cool effect. Yeah and I'm thinking about making either another
1: with different colors or I've been thinking about different striping variations. Like if using different colors, maybe, oh, intermixed with one great. color. Or you could add in a third color. I think it'd be fun to play with. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. can so
0: many vari-
1: variations. Yeah, playing. exactly. My Klein shawl is not as large as the sample, and it's still a fairly good-sized shawl. I used approximately 90% of the gray, which came out to be 374 yards, and two-thirds of the skein of Chartreuse for 270 yards. So it was approximately 650 yards. It's a pretty good-sized shawl.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. It's a little too big for a 600-yard skein. Oh, you wouldn't want to use a 600-yard skein because Yeah, because you want yeah. two colors in yeah. it.
1: So, but I'm really happy with it. I think it's a fun one. The two colors, yeah, the colors play well together. And it's very different from any other colors that I've knit with lately, the chartreuse, not purple. So. <laughs> <laughs> Although that would be pretty with purple. It would be very pretty with
0: purple. So there you have it. What have you finished? I finished my peasy sweater by Yay. Heidi Kiermeyer. So it's my twin sweater with our friend Carol, <laughs> love pie. And it was a super fun, fast, easy knit. I used three skeins plus about 25 yards of Malabrigo Arroyo in the Barajas colorway. Thank you. Many, many thanks to Carol for letting me use some of her leftover yarn because I just needed enough for the button bands, which are like four (laughs) rows of garter. They're really skinny little button bands. And I was panicked. I don't want to buy a whole skein of yarn. I hardly need any. So she came through like she always does. And... I really love it. I found buttons in my button stash that are, they're not exactly the right color, but they work. They're a coconut glazed button that is a dark, almost brown leaning color that just looks really good with the sweater. I'm really happy with how those turned out. And hey, they were in my button stash. You didn't mm-hmm. get much better than that. Yeah. <laughs> so that was Peasy by Heidi Kiermaier. I highly recommend that sweater To anyone who is considering a first-time sweater, it's a top-down raglan, and there is a very simple lace motif in the fronts, the very top fronts of the sweater, but it is a very simple knit, and it's very flattering and easy to wear, so it would make a really good first sweater.
1: I would like a sweater. I
0: like that style. Style, Yeah, it's very you. I can see you wearing that with almost anything that's a very Charlene sweater to me yeah yeah you should totally do it. <laughs> totally do it all right so we wanted to do a quick colors of fall update because it's almost time to be done with your finished objects when i did my show notes yesterday we had 73 finished objects already and not all of those are fashioned into outfits so don't forget It doesn't have to be on your body or anyone else's body, but it could be on a hanger or laid out on a bed or on the floor or Celeste used polyvore to style an outfit. So it wasn't even items that she actually owned. It was just how she envisioned her knit hat to be in an outfit. So any way you choose to do it, we would like to see that finished object in a fall outfit. And we have currently 34 prizes. So fabulous sponsors so since the last recording the two new prizes that were added to the prize pool caterpillar kate it's uh 8 it's in the show notes so it's caterpillar is has donated a set of her P in a pod stitch markers oh no maybe it's leaf falling leaves i think sorry it's in the show notes i can't remember exactly what the pattern is but they're super cute stitch markers all of her stitch markers are adorable they don't snag they're lightweight i own several pairs of them so i highly recommend them and she just reopened her etsy shop so go check it out and we also have a new pattern from talvi talvi is her ravelry name you would recognize her avatar because it's a cute chubby little blue bird and sh- her name is susanna and I didn't know, Talvi, that you were a designer. So she just released a, a shawl that is in the hot right now, or at least it was over the weekend, called Swing Revival. It's a striped lace weight shawl, crescent shape, and it's really pretty. And I saw it in hot right now and I faved it. And then there was an email in my inbox from her asking if she could donate a copy of the pattern as a prize.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. The
0: pattern doesn't, it's not available for purchase until the 16th. So a few more days, but she was concerned she might not be able to donate it as a prize. And I said, no way we would love to give that away as a prize. And it's just a really pretty, pretty shawl. So check that. out. I think one of the reasons I fell in love with it instantly is it's because it's the beautiful jewel tone red with gray stripes and that, combination just slays me right now every time I see it I just think oh my gosh that's the most beautiful color combination I must knit all the things and then I look at my stash and I don't have any red (laughs) yarns it's a dilemma I tell you so that's the colors of fall update Get those FOs in there. I think we shut it down midnight on the twenty second. I think is the deadline. It's the autumnal equinox. Yeah, it's it's about approximately there. We do have the date.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna look Broadway because last time ride. we
0: did this, I said the wrong date and people got mad at me because they were worried they wouldn't be able to get their projects I in it on was time.
1: Twenty first.
0: See, I thought it was the twentieth, and the... then it was the twenty second, and now I don't remember. Work has been hectic. It's taking up all of my mental space. So let's see. Okay, I'm opening the thread. It scrolls for a long time because of all those cool prizes at the top. Aha! Bind Off, Thursday, September 22nd. Okay. So that's a week and a day from when we're recording right now. So plenty of time to finish up the cool project. And there are so many beautiful projects. Just amazing. So next time we record, which will be on my birthday, I've taken a page (laughs) out of Boston Mama and Jen Emerson's books who record on their birthdays and we will announce all 34 prizes. So be there. So you know what you win because a lot of you are going to win. It's going to be super fun. Charlene had a super fun idea. Well, for this episode. Fun is the operative
1: operative (laughs) word, fun slash funny. Yes, both of us just needed a little pick-me-up, a little lightness, a little hilarity, Mm -hmm. something to make us smile. And laugh. And laugh. So this week, we are talking about what I like to call knitting oddities. (laughs) (laughs) I have funny, bizarre, crazy knitting. Yes, there are a couple of links that Gail has found, which if you don't normally use the show notes, please go to our show notes and use the links there because a lot of them have URLs that are much too long for me to say and you wouldn't want to write them down anyway. So if you use our show notes, you'll just be able to click and go to these links that show Knitting oddities. <laughs> <laughs> so, Things that I'm surprised anyone ever knits. Yes. Most of them. Not all of them. So the first one, I think Gail and I both did this. We just did a search on Google of odd knits, bizarre knits, that kind of thing. And amazingly enough...
0: Pages of pages images. Pages and pages. And
1: pages. I was blown away. What kind of things do we see? <laughs> things you don't <laughs> want to see. <laughs> the first one that comes up.
0: Scary guy. Some of these defy explanation. Yes. I don't it's like this. <laughs> The yarn is like an inch thick. It's the bulkiest yarn you've ever seen. And he's hunched over, and they look like lobster claws or something on the ends of his hands. And it's... I'm speechless. Yeah, there's no way to describe it. You just have to go look
1: at it. Chunky, uber chunky knit with... Mittens knit into the sleeves of the sweater. They're like 40 times bigger than a human hand. And there may be a story behind it. There may well be a story behind it, but we didn't see it. We just saw the interesting photo. Odd. Yes. Odd. Odd. (laughs) Times a million. Now, the one that just really pushed me over the edge
0: was the cabled... Body suit. I I was trying to think. <laughs> how would you even describe that? It is from his neck to his feet, long sleeved, full body knit. That's all over cabled. It's, it's it's a adult cabled onesie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's one a of those blanket things. What are they called? Oh, a hooded onesie. This one too? even has
1: a hood. Oh lord. And just to add to the. Oddness of the photo. Not only is it an adult wearing an all-over cabled <laughs> bodysuit
0: in what looks to be fairly thick and itchy. Yeah, roll. that yarn does not look like something I'd ever want to put next to my skin. It
1: it looks itchy, and and perhaps that's just the mood of the photograph. I mean, he looks too warm but just to add to the oddness
0: it's photographed in a bathroom I was going to say yeah there's a toilet you showing. can see the and
1: toilet the towels the door it's the door really weird a bottle of clean shower on the floor <laughs> it is 100% odd 100% yeah odd It's very true. It is, and then the the one that the other one that immediately caught my eye because it is so scary, is the scary clown one. Oh
0: gosh, that's horrible! I don't even want to look at it. I know it's a. It's like Stephen Stephen King's It. Yeah, it's a
1: cross between a clown and a luchador mask. And let your imaginations run wild. That could give me nightmares. Use the link,
0: but that one.
1: Will give you nightmares. If you don't
0: yeah. like clowns, if you're afraid of clowns, don't look at I mean, it. I don't like clowns. Yeah, Charlene gets spooked. I food. don't like clowns.
1: So how about you? Did you well, have any funny ones? And we're really trying not to just break into laughter here. We are. But we're here. trying really hard.
0: <laughs> so there were some that really popped out to me. There was one. What are the things called where you put the baby inside? A sleep sack. Yes. It was a lobster. So this poor <gasps> little baby was in this like lobster thing that had a hat component to it. It was knit in bright red. It looked like acrylic. <laughs> it was just the weirdest thing. There's the brain hat. So it's a yes. it's a tight fitting beanie that has cable work on the top to look like the human brain. So that's weird. I mean I guess some people would actually wear that. Probably. You know? Even, probably, yeah, but It was, but, it, but it certainly qualifies for
1: knitting oddity, odd. and it yes. was
0: that was knit. Yeah, the the one that I thought, why on earth would anyone ever do this? A crocheted roll of toilet paper that was actually on a toilet paper roll. Oh,
1: I saw that. You know, I think that's probably more in the in, in the realm of amigurumi type cute things. But
0: that's but. not even cute. That's just <laughs> weird. I mean. Why on earth would you ever put that in your bathroom? Obviously you don't want someone to use it. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I don't understand the time you would it, and energy you would expend yeah. to crochet something like that. So that yeah. was a weird one. Now one that was weird that I actually thought were kind of cute, but extremely odd, the taxidermy heads. There oh, were yeah. some there were some that were super cute, actually. So like forest animals that are cute that were like a taxidermy head. Yeah. So yeah. Those were odd but kind of funny. And then there is from Ravelry's Hot Right Now last week. Oh yeah. Dare I mention it? The Kawaii penis. <laughs> I said oh, it. No. I said the word. <laughs> it's been in hot right now on Ravelry for over a week. And the first time I saw it, I clicked on it thinking, is that really what I think it is? And Max walked in the room and he said, Why are you looking at a penis? <laughs> just one of those great timing kind of things and the woman who designed it she actually has in her Ravelry pattern page description please you can there are filters in Ravelry for mature content right so if you don't want to see things like this there are ways to filter it out so you don't have to so please change your settings before you yell at me and write me rude comments so (laughs) apparently people take great offense
1: yeah there's something on Ravelry for everyone and just like anything on the internet if you don't want to look at it it's really easy to close the window exactly
0: but I did think that that was pretty funny it was just one of those moments of what is that on hot right now is that really what I think it is oh my gosh it is it's kind of funny and I did want to give kudos to two very funny knitters out there whose blogs I highly recommend of course there is Stephanie Pearl McPhee the yarn harlot her blogs are Uh, 75% educational 25% hilarious and her books are the same way Mm -hmm. she writes in such a way that as a knitter I literally laugh out loud till there are tears running down my cheeks and my cheeks hurt because I'm laughing so hard yeah like the story about losing the double pointed needle in the rented in the the rental car and she was had to find it before they returned the car I would totally do exactly the same thing (laughs) it was I could just picture the whole scene so Yarn Harlot, Stephanie Pearl McPhee, check her out if you haven't already. She's super famous in the knitting world, so it's probably not a new name to anybody. The second person may be a new name to you, Jessica, who is Rose Kim Knits. She is co-hostess of the Double Knit Podcast. She has, Thursday is for, quote, what the hell is this, yes. quote, And she's done this for years. For years, yeah. years and years. Yeah. And she finds the funniest Things that are usually knit, not always knit. Sometimes it's just fashion. And she has, you know, one or two sentences saying, you know, basically some little j- joke or jibe or whatever. And one of them was the Bo Peep bride. There was actually a woman who knit her wedding dress from her own sheep's wool. And then she had these super long locks that were the train of the dress. It was actually really cool.
1: Huh. It
0: was really cool. It was surprising how cool it was. But she has other things, like one of her recent ones was, oh, I forgot what the title of it was, the actual title of the post, I don't Uh remember. But the warning said, do not proceed if you will feel uncomfortable with your screen filling with breasts harnessed in myriad crocheted configurations. (laughs) It was all sorts of, like, bikini tops and things. Oh, my crochet. So kudos to you, Jessica. Very entertaining blog. And thank you for providing many a laugh. And yeah. that will be linked in the show notes as well. So if you haven't checked it out, go check out her Thursdays because yeah. they're pretty darn funny. Those are really funny. The one thing that you
1: probably can find pretty easily on the Internet is if you do a search for oversized, bulky knit scarves, <laughs> that one has always made me laugh hysterically because it seems like there is always someone coming up with Just bizarre, a cowl or stupidly a large scarf that is knit out of Yarn that is, you know, the size of your thumb. Yeah, where or do you larger? even get needles large enough? To knit I don't know. That. Some of those might have been like arm knitting or something. Oh, they must
0: have been because they're so, but enormous. they're so
1: bulky. And a lot of times you'll see them on runway pictures and fashion shows where designers have this extreme scarf wrapped around the model's head. I remember seeing one wrapped around a guy's head, and you really couldn't see. His face. I was going to say, like, they look like this
0: little pinhead. Yeah, head, you saw little yeah.
1: eyes peering out the top. And I don't know how he made it down the runway. Yeah, how did people? they do that without falling down? They know. can't see. They Years can't of down. practice, I guess. <laughs> but some of those are really hilarious. Really, really
0: hilarious. They're obviously avant-garde, yes. high-fashion. Yeah, because no exactly. mortal would ever wear those, I don't think. I mean,
1: oh, it would be had,
0: uncomfortable yes, to actually it wear would. It.
1: it. would. It would. I tried doing a search on Ravelry. I think I looked up the humor tag. There's, you know how for patterns and projects, you can tag them with different keywords. Mm-hmm. So I think what oh. I typed in was humor. And I have to tell you about one of them. I didn't think to pull it up beforehand, but the best, the one that really made me laugh was was a project. I can't remember if it was knit or crocheted. It was a hat. So the hat was knit or crocheted. And then in the hat, knit or crocheted or sewn onto the hat were those pink sponge curlers. Oh my They gosh. were all over the hat. <laughs> and then the yarn that was used to make the hat was wrapped around the curlers, like it would look like hair. So it looked like hair, oh, and how it funny. looked like the person wearing it had a wig full or a head full of pink sponge curlers. That would be another good Halloween. That would be a one. great Halloween yeah. hat. That just cracked me up when I saw that. One. Oh, you're gonna have so to link that one. I, I will definitely link yeah. to that one because it's. Definitely worth taking a look. There's other other things that I found on Ravelry with the humor tag were the fornicating deer. Yep. <laughs> yep. The fish hat, and then the adult lip balm cozy, which was similar to the body part that uh-huh. you mentioned previously. So you won't even say the word. But it was a <laughs> lip balm cozy. <laughs> So you These remove things. the top uh-huh. to put the lip balm on.
0: <laughs> Great. It
1: comes up with Great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so oh we hope you have enjoyed a little humor, how to laugh, and really take, take a look at the links. Click on the links. Click on the ones that won't offend you. These are all meant to bring a little humor, a little lightness, a little smile yeah, to your exactly. knitting day.
0: <laughs> and all the ones that we commented in the beginning as bizarre, there was no adult content to be concerned no, about. So, no. No. They were just bizarre.
1: Mostly intended for laughter. <laughs> laughter. I just
0: think you you think why were they geeky?
1: I mean, just like seriously scratch your head and- Well, that especially that the knitted bodysuit/onesie. slash cable onesie. Thing, yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot of Can you knitting. You imagine how hot that wow, thing is. Wow. That
0: is a lot of knitting. Yeah. That is really hot that, A lot of wool around yeah. your body and yeah, yeah. That was a lot of work and a, <laughs> yes. I mean unless he like lives in Alaska or something or in the North Pole, I mean, I don't know cuz that wouldn't even be comfortable. No. Um, You'd have to wear a layer between your skin and the knitted object to even add more warmth. So anyway, we go on and on (laughs) (laughs) because we just don't understand it. (laughs) If someone could explain it to us, please. Okay. All right. Now, we did want to make one actual request for people out there who are listening. So I spent over an hour on the phone with the Hyatt Hotel. The morning registration opened for Stitches West. 2017, and to make this a long story is, short, I only, we only got hotel reservations for the Friday and Saturday of Stitches. We would prefer to have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and they had already sold out of the rooms that had the discounted rate. Even though,
1: this is, this is a real bummer, because Gail was on the phone.
0: When registration opened at she 7. She got
1: a confirmation for the discounted rate, and then they wouldn't honor it.
0: Yeah, because then, oh, we're sorry, that's already sold out. It's selling out right in front of us. It was outrageous. So anyway. It was a real bad system. If anyone has reservations that they are not going to use because they, a lot of people get reservations just in case, and then for one reason or another, they can't go or they change their mind or whatever. If there's anyone out there listening who that's happening to, please let us know so that we can have you... Transfer your reservations to us because we would love to take those if anyone is not going to use them. So we just thought, hey, someone out there listening might actually be in that situation. So we thought we'd throw it out there.
1: Yeah.
0: We will definitely be at Stitches no matter what. But, you know, it would be great to have the $50 less a night rate. So. (laughs) just those minor things you know so anyways thank you so much for listening we hope you got a little laugh and a smile out of the silliness (laughs) of the episode and get your fo's in there we're almost done and prizes will be on our next episode yeah all right okay so happy knitting and thanks again for being there because we both really needed this today (laughs) really really needed it
1: all right happy knitting everyone bye-bye bye you can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniax Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniax.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniax Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gailey Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniax or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gailey Whaley.